Manuel here. It's Friday, June 9th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the major leagues and update some injuries and some news. We've got some Rangers news and some Rangers notes that we want to go over. We've also got a box score from Wednesday evening where Kevin and I both attended the game, and we're going to preview that Tampa Bay series this weekend and how big that thing is. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And I'm your co-host. You can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find me, find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. And don't forget to check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. And joining me, my co-host, the 300 pound animal, AKA bull. How you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Uh, I'd be doing better if there was, if there wasn't just Astro baseball on TV tonight, <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, look like I, I watched the whole thing just so I could watch them lose. It was worth it. It was worth it to watch that half game go in the column for the Rangers and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all and all these psychopaths that were mad about the other night's loss, one nothing loss, uh, <laughs> because because Bruce Bochy rested some guys going into the biggest series of the year so far. Um, yeah, I I understand, but uh, yeah, but it was good. It was good watching uh, Fran Franbeer Valdez. He's he's a good pitcher. Yeah. Framber. Uh, he he ran into a little a frambeer framber framber Fram, yeah he that. uh he uh he ran into a little bit of trouble in the uh in the fifth inning and uh the the blue jays got him again tonight but so that's good that's good i can mm-hmm. i'll take that um but you know this isn't about baseball right now everybody well, is well it's interesting dying, that how you're doing always to... has to do with baseball well it's <laughs> Uh, that's how I'm doing. Uh, well, okay. How are you doing? Well, my building burned down. Cancer. Uh, well, plumbing. Yeah, I just yeah. spent 15k on plumbing the other day. I just, then I had to have a plumber out again since then. Uh, yeah, they don't want to hear that. So I'm going to tell them if they want to hear that stuff, they can check me out on Twitter. Oh, Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300. Uh, next time. Uh, I have a plumber over. I'll take a picture of him and put him on Instagram for y'all. Um, TikTok, Bull Pro, and uh, Facebook as well, Bull Pro. Find me over there on whatever your favorite social media platform is, and we'll start talking Rangers baseball tonight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before we get into Rangers baseball, uh, a lot going on around the league right now, so we're going to jump right into our Around the League segment. And just first off, let's talk about the uh, kid for Cincinnati that has kind of got everybody's imagination going for uh, maybe who might be one of the next big things yeah, in, he's, in Major he's League fun. Baseball. 
He's fun. Yeah. Ellie, Ellie De La Cruz, right? Uh, uh-huh. Is uh, got some, some thunder in that bat. Uh, a guy that's been, he's been up in the uh, top echelon of that uh, um, top hundred list. Um, whether it be baseball America or Jim Callis's MLB list or whatever it may, wherever it is, he's been up there on top of that list for, for a while now. I mean, he's been up in the upper echelon for sure. And, uh, you know, kind of stormed through the Reds uh, farm system this year. And man, that kid has thunder in his back. That ball that he hit 458 feet was an elevated fastball that he had no business hitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ellie De La Cruz. I, I, again, you can't kind of go on like any sports news, whether, it, I mean, even if it's, um, like like just a basic sports news site, not just baseball, and he's getting he's getting all kinds of play. Six five, two hundred pounds. Uh, got the speed, got the power, got the definitely got the arm. He's the O'Neill uh, Cruz of this year. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny because they have the last name, the Cruz, the Cruz. Yeah, guys. yeah. Same build too, right? Like yeah, like they're lanky big guy. lanky guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lefty, I think he's a left-hander, right? Mm-hmm. Both hit left-handed. Yeah, or, yeah, I think uh, De-, De La Cruz might be a switch hitter, but uh, yeah, Rob, pretty cool to see the future of baseball starting to happen. Uh, we got here. the future yeah. of baseball in uh, the Rangers system too. As uh, just well, a nice little tidbit about Sebastian Wolcott, we'll talk about in a second. But um, let's talk about these injuries right now in the MLB. It's not just happening to the Rangers; it's happening all over the league. Uh, Noah Syndergaard is the first one that we'll jump off with. Yeah, blister, blister. So he won't be gone too long. Okay, Nestor Cortez goes to the IL. Yeah, um, I think he'll probably just miss a couple of starts. I'm hoping it's nothing serious for Nestor, even though I don't care about the Yankees at all. I want to mm-hmm. see a guy like Nestor no. Cortez, who's an all-star capable player, be on the mm-hmm. field. <clears throat> Absolutely. And then uh, Brandon Lowe might be a little more serious with that herniated disc. Yeah, you know, but they're saying just a couple of weeks. So uh, I think the really the sad part about that is he won't be playing in this series this weekend. And uh, the low boys can uh, get a picture with their mom before the show or before the game or whatever, you know, and they could put it on Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff. <laughs> well, I guess their dad okay. can be there too. I don't know. I, I guess, I guess. Yeah, someone um, has to take the picture, bro. Somebody does. So Lance McCullers um, also gets an MRI after a setback. That's not good. This is sad, too, because McCullers was, like, on the way back, and it was very, you know, like it's kind of like DeGromish where he's he yeah. had a setback, and now he's going to go back in for an MRI, and I would not be shocked at all if if Lance McCullers gets the same news that, mm. that uh, you know, we dreaded so much earlier in the week. Yeah, and just for the record, like listener, if this is your first time listening, we don't want that. No, like, we don't. No, we don't. we're, we're definitely Astros haters. We're definitely Astros haters, but we want to beat the Astros at their best, and we never wish anything bad upon anybody. And we know what it's like to to lose a guy like Degrom. It, it hurts, and and as much as negative things that people are saying about him, and all the I told you so's. Honestly, you're just telling me what kind of person you are when you say stuff like that because. Because I I wanted him to come here and have 30 starts and because, Mm -hmm. you know, but I want the same thing for Lance McCullers. I wanted him back. I wanted him in that rotation. I wanted the Mm -hmm. Astros when they come here in June and we play four games Mm -hmm. that we see four of their best five pitchers, not, you know, one of their best six pitchers. You know, I mean, like I just. No, and and, and I want to see, I want to see Adalas Garcia take Lance McCullers deep. 
for a game winning, you know, homer, man. I don't want to see Lance McCullers on the bench. That's no, that's hundred percent. That's how I want to. That's how I want to. That's how I want to see him. And it got not as a as a human being. And it got even more <laughs> unfortunate for the Astros yes. last night it? because uh, Jordan Alvarez left the game with an oblique injury. Uh, now, man, now injury. let's. Let's, uh, you know, I'm not going to put the, the cart before the horse on this because I don't know how hurt he is. I don't know if this was precaution. None of us know just yet, and we'll know more as the day goes on today. Um, but, you know, again, Jordan, Jordan Alvarez needs to be in the uh, starting lineup, not just for the Astros, but also, you know, for the All-Star game. I mean, no, I mean that's, yeah. how, that's how good he's been this year. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm saying that when his biggest competition on the all-star game is, is Shohei Otani. Right. You know, and, and, uh, full disclosure, you know, uh, uh, Jordan Alvarez is always, is one of my actual closet favorite guys. I, I really like Jordan Alvarez. He's one of my kind of, yeah, it's hard being a Ranger fan and, and liking an Astro, but just always really liked him. Always felt like he kind of has been a under really underrated uh, for as, as much attention as he gets, I feel like he's a lot better of a player than he even gets credit and, for. But, and um, I know, and, and one other thing to say about him real quick before we get off this topic is, is sure. you know, this is a guy that uh, last year when they needed him to be an outfielder, he was an outfielder. This mm-hmm. year when they needed him to be a DH, he's a DH. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of that, you know, goes to, to him as a ball player and, and doing what the team needs him to do and being able to not be a liability out in right field or left field. Uh, all mm-hmm. year last year was a huge thing, especially with Brantley having injuries and them not having the the uh, guys ready to play out there just yet. So you know, uh, just a good player, and and you know, the, a lot of people think that he's like this one sided player that only DHs. But last year was a testament to him as a ball player being able to play left field and and not be a a liability for for you know he wasn't Mike Napoli out there. No, remember no, definitely <laughs> definitely a good ball player, and you know just uh just a now that we've. We've done enough love affair for Houston, but they have lost three straight and the Rangers lead the AOS by five games. So let's get back on Rangers news here. And they are the second best team in the MLB going into a huge series with Tampa. It's not huge. I mean, it may be a lot bigger than we think because you just never know. This Rangers team could be fighting for that number one spot uh, in in the American League. And, And this series could have major repercussions on that. So I'm not going to downplay how important this series is. Uh, for the Rangers, I think it's a big series on all fronts because, number one, it's you're going to find out who you are. Uh, number two, the, the rest of the league is going to find out who you are because everybody's going to be watching this series. And if we're going to be competitive and we're going to be uh, competing late in the season for a top playoff spot to get that leverage that we need to go deep, to make a deep playoff run, we're going to have to uh, go through a team like Tampa and – if we're going to make a deep playoff run, that's the team we're going to have to beat. So I'm, yeah, and, I'm stoked about it, man. Stoked. I'm excited. I'm, I, I want to see what this team's made of. Yeah, I'm glad to. I'm glad to see you excited about this. And I know a lot of people have been waiting for this. And and you know, if the Rangers do fall on their face, we're going to hear a lot Monday about how I told you they just they just needed to play somebody good or or whatever the case may be. But I, the Rangers are sending their guys to the hill. They got Perez, or they've got he, uh, Heaney. Evaldi and Perez going this weekend. And those are four guys that would be in the playoff rotation if we were starting the playoffs right now. So, um, you know, this is a big series. It's going to be a fun series. Um, You know, uh, I think everybody's kind of looking forward to it in the big leagues and everybody's kind of, you know, they're kind of uh, uh, 
a lot of people are waiting for to see how how the Rangers and the Rays fare when they play each other, just because of them kind of being the two best teams mostly most of the season. And uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be going to be down in Tampa, so uh, you know, I, I expect Tampa Bay. It's not going to look like it normally looks down there when we watch Tampa Bay games this year. There's going to be people there, and there's going to be people that are watching. Yeah, yeah, I believe the city of Tampa is pretty excited about this team, rightfully so. Um, speaking of uh, Rangers, still we're in Rangers news here. Uh, Marcus Simeon, it's not good news, but it's still worth noteworthy that the second longest uh, hitting streak in Texas Rangers history comes to an end. Uh, we were out at the game on uh, Wednesday night, and, uh, you know, good times, good seeing you out there, good talking ball. And uh, unfortunately, John Gray did everything he could to win that game for him, but the offense did not do everything they could do to win that game. But we'll get into that a little bit later. But the streak ends. Yeah, it uh, happens. It happens. I mean, uh, Jack Flaherty was uh, he was dealing. Um, yeah. Uh, Wednesday night. That was uh, that was a, uh, and he's really been dealing since May. I mean, like since the very first start he had in May, he's been really really good. Um, so he must have really been just something awful in April to still have a, a high ERA coming into that game last last night after after being at a two ERA for uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, May and June so far, or since May 8th. So, uh, right. but uh, he got, he got Marcus a couple of times in the bullpen, man, the, the Cardinals have those fireballers. It's hard to hit those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it just didn't uh, work we'll out. We'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, more Rangers news, uh, Spencer Howard. And I know you're excited about this coming up for, as Bruce Bochy said, multi-inning work. Uh, for the big league club. So how excited are we to see uh, Spencer Howard coming back? Well, uh, I think we're more excited to see him come back because um, how good he has been at AAA and the couple appearances he made there. And we want to see if that translates to the big leagues. And, and, you know, uh, there's never, ever been a case or there's never been a question of whether um, Spencer Howard's stuff is good enough to play in the big leagues. It's been his yeah. command and his control and him getting the outs that, and, and, and putting together the innings that you need to put together to be a big league player. That's never, ever been in question. What's always right. been in question is his, is his head, is his mechanics, is his command. Those are the things that have been in question. And watching him the last couple of nights that he pitched in Round Rock, those questions, I mean, if he can do what he did there at the big league level, it's going to translate to outs. doesn't seem like Bruce Bochy has those questions either. He seems really confident uh, for, for not really, you know, for his first year having Howard and not really having a lot of, uh, of history with him. But he seems very confident in him just from just what I read about what he said. Well, and, and – oh, go ahead. Well, and I was going to say, and I'm probably going to – you're probably going to say – probably say the same thing. I think the other thing is Howard finally knows what his role is. It's been, he has yet to really like be like, this is what you are. Um, And I think now that he's kind of got a role that he knows what it is and he knows what he's going out there to do. I think it's going to be a really, we both agree that he was probably best suited for a bullpen role. I think he's going to flourish in this role. Well, I think the biggest issue the last couple of years with you talking about the inconsistency of his role was one, one night they'd throw him out there and he would have, you know, he'd be the starting pitcher. Then one night they'd throw him out there and they'd put yeah. somebody in front of him and then they'd have him come in and, and work out of the bullpen. 
and yeah. be be an be be the the main guy. So to know that he's coming up here, that he's going to be a multi inning guy, and that his job is to get outs in the bullpen. I think that's going to change his mindset too, and he's going to go in there with that confidence that hey, I can air it out right now, and I can give you ninety eight. I can give you my fastball at ninety five to ninety eight. I can throw these pitches in the strike zone, and I've got command of them, and I can get outs with them, and I can fool people because my fastball is good. No, and that's exactly it. Like, he knows what he's coming up to do, and I just think it's huge. And and this is a – I'm going to – and, again, it's not – Bruce Bochy is not doing anything that's, like, so groundbreaking. It's just something that a lot of more modern-type managers don't Whoa. put as much emphasis on. What? And that is, like, giving guys – that is giving guys a specific role so they know what their job is. And I yeah, just think it's I really agree. important. I agree, and I think we've always talked about how much better this lineup is because we know the consistency of it. We right. know who one through six is going to be every night when they're in the lineup. We know that seven, eight, nine is going to be a mixture of Duran, Smith, Tavares, Grossman, and, and those guys. We know that yep. now. We know that when you when you're talking one through six, you're talking about you know a, a consistent level, and you know, and you can mix that between Hyman Garver at that six hole and it's kind of almost uh you know that same kind of production from both of those guys so i think that consistency that bochi brings to the club and that consistency like that he's kept with those guys i mean yep. remember when they were scoring a bunch of runs earlier in the year dane dunning wouldn't get used at all mm -hmm. he was getting mop-up duty in the eighth and ninth inning of big time blowouts you know so there was yep. like but they but they kept him consistent you know they kept him consistent if they were going to pitch him they were going to pitch him a couple innings unless the need didn't call for it or he got himself in trouble which he never did so like uh, that consistency i think that it, it'll it'll shine through for howard too and because there's never been a question of whether howard's stuff is good enough no. i mean it was just whether he was going to be a starting pitcher in the big leagues or or he wasn't and yep. I think I think like uh, you know there's a, there's a good shot that uh, he comes up and he he does exactly what he needs to do and he becomes that guy that uh, you know gets outs for them and in, in, in situations that they need him right now and you know I've I've been a fan of Spencer Howard I wasn't huge on giving up Kraus for him but I think he's a better pitcher than Kraus and I think it was the right decision now looking back yeah and another good pitcher uh, that we both agree is a good pitcher who's just really struggled. Uh, Jonathan Hernandez is going to get the he's going to get to go ahead and go try to get some stuff right down uh, at Round yeah. Rock and I think mm -hmm. it's probably really going to be good for him man I think he's still got a great opportunity to, I think he's still going to be a contributor to this team this year I, the, I really yeah this is a guy that you got to believe that's going to still get outs for this thing down the road here and uh, yep. you know I, I don't put him in the, on that in that same category. Something happened with his, you know, I mean, his confidence just isn't there. And he got banged around a little bit in a couple of innings, and he just hasn't really gotten it back right. And I think him going down to Round Rock, working on his stuff, getting working on his command of the strike zone is going to be the one thing that you're going to see the most of. And, you know, at Round Rock, he goes out there, and he's working on his command, and it's not working out for him. It's no big deal. You keep working on it. You know, it's not like, yep. oh, this is a make-or-break situation for the big league club. It's not. You know, it's, it's an opportunity opportunity for Jonathan Hernandez to get right so when he's right he can come back up here and be the electric guy that he has with that cannon you know yeah that, that yep, singer yep. is something else yeah and one more thing about the Rangers I uh, just got off of MLB.com doing my uh, all-star doing my due diligence uh, with the all-star voting so go to MLB.com vote for your favorite Rangers uh, vote for the for, for the guys that that have worked so hard this year 
uh, to put this team on the map. And uh, speaking of all-stars, um, you know, Damon McCullough is pretty much an all-star now out there at Matt War Pro. Mm. And uh, on July 28th, we're going to get to see him back in action. Yeah, it's crazy that a year ago when this kid, when this guy came to me that there was nobody that saw the potential in him. And, and now that uh, I, I gave him the ball to run with and let him do his thing and become the wrestler that he uh, deserved to be, you know, we're seeing mm-hmm. him captivate the minds of Fort Worth right now. And it's not just happening in Fort Worth. It's happening everywhere he goes. But, you know, between between him and Brick Savage, that's a scary tag team. And uh, somebody's going to feel the wrath of that this uh, this uh, coming month in July at, at Ultraviolet Dreamers. And uh, mm. um, you you got you to gotta think that I saw that uh, the very first match announced was Justin James versus Brick Savage. That's going to be Ooh. a whole bunch of... That's going to be a whole bunch of meat in the ring, and that's going to be a that's going to be a big time thing. Oh, that's going to be a big time matchup, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. They're going to probably announce Damon McCullough's uh, opponent here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I just got off the phone with Jason Keenan yesterday afternoon. The man's going to Puerto Rico for vacation. I'm going to leave him alone. So we're just going to talk about what we've got, and uh, when he gets back, we'll uh, we'll start announcing other matches. And uh, but for right now. The, the first match announced, Justin James versus Brick Savage. Don't forget that uh, Kelly's Onion Burgers are going to be out there. We're going to have a big surprise, too. Uh, I don't think Kelly's Onion Burgers is going to be the only people out there selling food this time. So we're going oh, really? to have, uh, have some others, and I'll announce it whenever it becomes official. But uh, uh, Starry's Ice Cream will definitely be there. It's going to be July. It's going to be hot. So you're going to want to get some of that Starry's ice cream. And uh, don't forget that Martin House Brewing, they're going to be out there all night with free beers. You tell them, you're, you show them an ID that says you're 21 years old, and they're going to give you beer all night for free. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an awesome so, time. And, and uh, it was a good time the last time. Um, you know, what else was an awesome time, even though uh, the Rangers didn't come home with the victory? We had a good time out at the ballpark on Wednesday night. Uh, you know, John Gray, man, uh, I felt bad for the guy because he went out there and pitched a absolute gym, made one mistake, uh, really, really, only really It wasn't even a night. mistake, though. That ball wasn't a strike. I, that kid just uh, ran into it. Uh, Alec yeah. Burleson ran into a pitch in the eighth inning, but that, I mean, that wasn't a strike. That wasn't even that good a pitch to hit. Uh, you know, like we were talking about Ellie De La Cruz earlier that hit a ball that was up and out of the strike zone. Alec Burleson, is it Alec Burleson? I think it's Alec Burleson. Alex Burleson, whatever it is, he went down and got one. And, uh, you know, it just kind of sailed over uh, Grossman's head out there in right field and uh, what it land, front row, kid reached over to catch it. I mean, it was a it was a wall scraper. Yeah, he like caught, he he just reached out and grabbed the ball. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, awesome. it was it was a wall scraper. It wasn't exactly a bomb or anything like that. I mean, it, you know that ball hits the top of the wall, and the Rangers are going for for uh, you know into a zero zero game going into the tenth. Yeah, the Rangers left nine guys on base. Yeah, that three was... in the first inning too. They left them bloated, and uh, you know. How can you be too upset at, at Jonah Heim? Every opportunity he's had this year to drive in a run, he, right. he's done it. So, you know, I mean, sure, would you love to see some contact from him? I love that you just uh, looked over at me and said, you know, I don't mind Jonah Heim with two strikes at all. He's got such right. great t- – and then, you know, and then Flaherty <laughs> got him right behind you. Um, and, I was like, come on, Jonah. And, you know uh, – 
Boach was also, I mean, he was, he was resting guys. He was getting these guys ready for this next series because he knows how important Tampa is. And last year, I mean, uh, could you imagine Ranger fans being mad at a five and one homestand? Well, you know, I mean, I think it was very strategic though. And you've, we've watched when you watch, when you watch every single game, like we do, you start to notice these trends when, with, uh, with the coaching and, and he's always – if the Rangers look like they've got a series kind of in the bag, um, he definitely makes sure to give his guys some rest. And it's not like he's conceding the game because I don't believe – I believe that he truly believed the team he put out there could win. Um, I agree. But, but it's just it's just he's coaching 162 games. There's, and you see it. You see it. You see the outcome uh, just with the consistency of the players. Go well, and he, and he knows that John Gray's going good right now, that he can put a lineup out there that – I mean – we're we're talking. They put they a base hit by either Jankowski or Hyman mm-hmm. that first inning, and and Gray yeah. cruises that thing nine innings with it. You know, no, and I mean, a base hit, two base hits, and therefore it's four to one because well, they got guys on second and third yeah. twice. Well, all they and, needed was a base hit. And again, yeah, I mean, they just needed one hit, and it didn't it didn't come out. It didn't turn out that way, and and it happens that way some nights, yep. and. You know, a, a great baseball man that once managed the Texas Rangers would mm, say that that's the say? way that baseball go. That and is the last, way baseball go. La, last night, that's the way it went. Um, I do, I'm not even going to uh, – I mean, I'll say it real quick. Bochi was getting guys rest going into the biggest series of the, the season. Adoles Garcia yep. had played like 16 of the last 17 games. He got, some of those guys need a rest. Some of those guys need mm-hmm. to – to get a day off their feet and, and uh, you know, uh, he's using Heim as his DH. So, you know, uh, it is what it is. I'm not a big, no, I'm not. It was a and, good, it was a good know, game. It was a fun game to watch. It was fun to be out at the ballpark. We had a great time. Getting to see your brother was a great time. Baron, my son was having a blast. My wife, we, we had a good time. Dollar hot dog it. night. Yeah. And it was still a close game, competitive game by the Rangers. And, not a loss I, that I hate. I only got nine down last night. Only nine hot dogs. I couldn't get any more than nine down. Even that last, that that ninth one was like, Ooh, I probably shouldn't have put onions and mustard on this one. But, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a blast out at the ballpark. And, uh, you know, as much as I love to watch the game on TV because I could take in all the integral parts of the, the game, mm-hmm. it's fun to watch. And we had a nice view from out there at center field. It was a pretty good, pretty good seats. I just wanted to sit out there one time before uh, – before even those seats got too expensive for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and, and uh, I'll tell you something else too, that going to the game is different than watching it on. And again, it, watching it uh, on television and watching it from like maybe a uh, analytical kind of perspective. Um, you feel the game, like you can feel it. Like you feel the crowd, you feel the team. There's a, there's a different fee. You get a, you did a different vibe and a different feel just from being there. Um, and man, that stadium, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm back in Texas and I can go experience that thing because it's so nice in there, man. I love that stadium. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that there'll be a time in the future where we go to that thing and we're like, man, this even feels like a big time baseball yard too, because I mean, yep. it's still new. They're still building things. They're still getting things all put together and it doesn't have that. Uh, like, I don't think it has that. Uh, what Genesee Qua that it will have in the future, mm-hmm. you know, especially um, with but, a with a nice banner hanging down from the rafters. I think uh, that'll be a really nice. Uh, it'll give it some really good Genesee. That'll Qua. that'll definitely improve <laughs> things. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say Josh Smith 
What a what a throw mm-hmm. from left field last night. To, no, I mean, Arenado, that's like the most cardinal mistake, no pun intended, that you can make mm-hmm. in the game is getting thrown out at third base with two outs. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, a terrible move on uh, Arenado's part. I know he's a great player and he's going to be a Hall of Famer someday, but – Man, I mean, he's not – He's not. he doesn't look like the same dude that uh, the Cardinals had last year. Um, but, yeah, well, none of the uh, team does. They, John they, Gray – It's not the Cardinals I'm used to seeing for sure. Uh, John Gray, he takes a loss, but he uh, – that uh, that evens him out or puts him out at 6-2, and two, but he uh, lowers his ERA to 232. Uh, yeah. uh, and another thing, uh, I, we talked about it real quick, but – Jack Flaherty has been a, a two ERA guy since May. So, you know, he's starting to come around. And I think people forget that that guy two years ago before he started getting injured and stuff was, I mean, he was an ace ace. He had ace stuff. Hmm. Well, um, one more thing on that game. Uh, on dollar hot dog night, I'm just going to tell you guys, uh, having the different, having the hot dogs at the higher level and then having them down closer uh, to the home plate level, uh, it's worth the extra trip downstairs. Go downstairs, get the home, get the ones closer to home plate. Those dogs are a lot more quality than the dogs we had last night up, or a couple nights ago up in center. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that's just my two cents. Um, but you know, totally no no smooth segue here. But you know we are getting ready to uh, unveil our next fifteen players in our top forty uh, minor league prospect list. So. Uh, if you haven't caught the, the the first the last fifteen that we did a couple of days ago, uh, you're going to have to subscribe to our exclusive content, which is called Down on the Farm with the Boys. Um, this is where we cover all things minor league within the Texas Rangers organization, from all the way from the Dominican Summer League rookie ball all the way up to AAA. Uh, we cover it all, and uh, you know this is a place where where we devote everything we can to the minor leagues, and it's a very no frills show. Um, no commercials, none of that. It's just a dollar ninety nine a month. Uh, you can make it. You can make us your one stop shop for all things Texas Rangers organization wide. So go check us out on Spotify. Go to our Spotify page, click that subscribe button, or you can go to TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, and then you can find our subscription. The link to our subscription page there as well. It's just a dollar ninety nine a month, and you'll get all the Rangers news that you can that you can possibly shake a stick at, and uh, find out about the. Uh, number one prospect in rookie ball for the Texas Rangers, who we will definitely talk about, that being Sebastian Walcott. So you want to know more about that, go subscribe to our exclusive content. He got his, and now, he got his oh, first go RBI yeah, as a professional yeah, yeah. player this morning down there. Mm, yeah, and but for now, let's let's uh, let's kind of start to land the plane here and let's yeah. go for our previews, well, previews, predictions over well, the weekend. Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I was. I thought you. No, were... you. You're good. I'm turning it over to you. Friday, the Rangers are going to send Andrew Heaney, who's looking for a bounce back after a, a little bit of a shaky start on uh, Saturday against. Uh, oh, who, the, who were they playing that they beat up on on Saturday? The Mariners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and he's gonna he's gonna face off. Uh, I think it's Tyler Glass now. Is that right? Yeah, I like that guy. Is it? Is that right, Tyler Glass? Now, yeah, he's a. Uh, Six foot eight, two hundred and twenty-five mm-hmm. pound left right-hander, or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah right-hander. Um, he hits left for some weird reason. That's crazy. That that threw me off a little bit as a starting pitcher. But um, yes, he's he he's worked he's worked his way back from an injury, and he's just uh, thrown a couple of outings 
and uh, they're they're work, they're keeping him around five innings. So that's probably what you could expect from Glass now, unless he's just really really cruising. But uh, um, three he's pitching to a three seventy two ERA so far in his nine and two thirds innings. But he does have those fourteen Ks because he's got some really good stuff, some top notch mm-hmm. stuff. And you know it's funny yeah. because in, in the offseason it was really thrown around that this was a kid that was going to get traded. Well, I mean his his health and durability. Hey, he's yet to pitch more than 100, 111 innings in a season. So I think that it's totally founded and it's totally believable. And he may be a guy that, that might end up being one of your bullpen converts if he can't figure out a way to stay healthy. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup, though. You're going to have two strikeout guys uh, on the hill um, on Friday night. And then what about speaking, speaking of strikeout guys, uh, Saturday the Rangers are going to send the Evaldi out to the hill. And uh, – um, the the Rays are going to counter with rookie Taj Bradley, mm-hmm. and uh, Taj yeah. Bradley's been pretty good. Uh, and speaking mm-hmm. of strikeouts, he's got forty eight strikeouts in thirty five innings, and uh, um, mm-hmm. he's pitching to a three sixty ERA. And I'm not saying the Rangers can't get to him, but he's got some he's got some good stuff. And there's a reason why these uh, these Rays win games. No, he's a he's a definitely a good a good ball player and. Looks like he's going to be kind of a, uh, a kind of a staple as a starting pitcher because he seems like he's got durability. He seems pretty consistent. Got some good command. So uh, it's going to be a good pitcher out there. And, and we got our we got our ace now. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, three ten three ten game time on that on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Just so everybody knows, um, um, and that'll be for the for our people that aren't in the DFW area. That one's going to be on uh, MLB Network. So you won't oh. be blacked out Saturday to watch the Rangers. And then Sunday, uh, the Rangers are going to send Martin Perez to the Hill. Um, very mm. good uh, Monday night against the Cardinals. Um, and then he'll be countered by the only guy yeah. that, that might have a better shot at starting the All-Star game for the American mm. League than, than Nathan Eovaldi right now. And that's uh, Shane McCloud. McCle- McClanahan. I wanted to I say McClanahan. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's nine and one with a, a, a two oh two ERA and uh you know another one of those low whip one point one five and yep. eighty seven strikeouts and seventy five and two thirds innings and uh, that ERA two oh two. So um runs are at a premium for when you're facing him. So you know I, yeah, I think and, and McClanahan's one of those guys that actually the, when he starts getting into trouble, it's like the he he can he can crank it up like he's got an extra gear. Yeah. So he's one of those guys that like has a has a you know doesn't fall apart when uh you know he makes a mistake here and there or gets guys on base or whatnot. It's almost like he has an extra gear. That's going to be a the, fun one. No, and, and he'll be and he'll be a guy as we get down the stretch here. He'll be fun to watch because. His career high in innings pitched is 166 and a third, and he's already yep. ha- oh, about halfway there, and we're not quite halfway through the season yet, so we'll just kind of see how that plays out. But, I mean, he did make his 28 starts last year, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he was really good last year too. So we'll just kind of see as the workload gets heavier for him how he uh, how he holds up. And um, But I don't I don't see any, any reason why that workload isn't going to be strong on Sunday. And, and you know, we'll kind of see what the Rangers – Rangers can do against him because you know I mean he's one of those guys that right now I mean uh, one probably the best lefty in the game 
Yeah. Yeah. Really exciting. It's going to be a fun series. Uh, I'll kick off our predictions. Uh, I am on a one game. Well, we're actually two games because we both uh, were calling that. We both had, I, I called it. Oh, the sweep. Skid, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. We both yeah. lost that. So I'm, I'm on an O2 skid right now. Um, but I'm going to go, uh, uh, I got to go Rangers get, I, we're on the road, right? In Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go. I'm going to have to be the Debbie Downer here. I think the pitching matchups are not favorable for the Rangers. I think Eovaldi's probably the guy that gets the that gets the single win. Uh, but I do like to see – I do think you're going to see a nice bounce back from uh, from from Heaney mm-hmm. this time. I, yeah, I think he's going to bounce back well. Uh, and, I, and I just think McClanahan's going to be uh, just too much to handle for the Rangers on Sunday. So I'm going to go Rangers, uh, take one out of two on the road here. One, uh, I don't think that's the end of the world. One, yeah, one and, and two. two uh, one, one out of three here on the road here. Uh, just to be the Debbie Downer, not on purpose, but I just really think this is a tough matchup on the road, and they happen to draw their ace uh, here. So, it, you know, it's just going to be a tough matchup for the Rangers, and, and uh, I, I, like, uh, I like Tampa to take two out of three in this series. So don't, don't uh, shut me down. Uh, and I hope you predict that the Rangers are going to win the series and that we can, that you can be right. Well, I think that uh, if any team's going to get to glass now, this is the lineup that can do it. So I think they have as good a chance to win. And it seems like when Heaney is up there against a guy that's an ace, he kind of brings mm-hmm. better stuff. You know, Brian Wu got rushed up and, and Heaney didn't have to be as good on Saturday and, you know, and I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm not saying that anything like that. I'm just saying that it seems like when Heaney needs those zeros, he brings those zeros to the ball yard. Uh, yep. So yep. I think Yavaldi over Bradley and, uh, you know, it's a toss up, but I'm going to, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give the Rangers two out of three. And uh, I think they're going to win the mm. first two and have the series wrapped up by the time McClanahan even gets to the hill. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I would love to. I would love love for you to be right. So I really hope that my streak does not uh, start back up again uh, over this over real, weekend when we come back. Real quick, Kev, before we get out of here, I just wanted to yeah, say to uh, um, tomorrow we don't we can't we can't wait till uh, or let's see let's see tomorrow is Friday, right? So well, we're technically, yeah, technically yeah, it's Friday. This today. is the Friday show, right? But but it's kind of like our Thursday show. So tomorrow, right, right. instead of waiting until after the Rangers get done beating the Rays, <laughs> uh, we're going to, we're going to pop on in the afternoon before I go out to TCU baseball tomorrow. Okay. And uh, maybe talk about some of these trade possibilities that are coming yes. up and what we kind of think that the Rangers need to do because, you know, six weeks ago or five weeks, four weeks ago, whenever I was on vacation, it was anything we could do to get some bullpen help. And, and that's kind of shored up a little bit. And I don't think that that means that they don't need bullpen help. Um, right. But it's shored up a little bit to where it's not so pressing to where they're out there ready to give, you know, Kansas right. city, like Owen white for a Dallas Chapman or something. Um, right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's shored up some. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, it'll be a fun topic to talk about the things that we think the Rangers have needs for. And we're getting to where we're about six weeks away from that trade deadline anyways. So we want to kind of start uh, those wheels and, and uh, you know, I got some ideas and I know you got some ideas too. 
sure do. Yeah. So, so look for that uh, extra show to come up on the weekend since we missed you guys a little bit during the week going out to the ball yard. And we also will be continuing our next uh, 15 prospects on down on the farm with the boys over the weekend as well. So keep an eye out for that. Don't forget to subscribe on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Um, and don't forget to subscribe, Down on the Farm with the Boys, just $1.99 a month. You can find us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google. You know it. It's out there, places we didn't know we were. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Let's go Rangers over the weekend. Don't forget to vote for your favorite Ranger All-Star. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.